Hello everybody and welcome to Tags, where we talk about games and shit. In today's episode, episode 1, we are going to be talking about X Defiant, the new arena style shooting game from Ubisoft uh, out of their headquarters in San Francisco. As this is the first episode, welcome everybody, I really appreciate you stopping by, and if you are coming from the future from a newer episode, definitely I appreciate you because you like what I do and you came back to see the humble beginnings. With all that being said, here we go. According to the Ubisoft website for Tom Clancy's X Defiant, a quick summary says, Tom Clancy's X Defiant is a free-to-play, fast-paced arena shooter that combines intense gunplay with personalized loadouts and specialized factions as teams of gunfighters, called Defiance, battle for domination. There is currently a way for people to register for a closed beta right now as of July 20th, 2021. The platforms are PC, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series XS. Now, I'm just going to kind of go over the website in case people, you know, in case anybody hasn't really had a chance to go through it. I'm just going to go over their specific highlights, if you will. Personalized playstyle. Personalize your Defiant to match your playstyle. Choose a faction, traits, abilities, and ultras. Select from an arsenal of primary and secondary weapons, attachments, and a device to complete your loadout. Then tweak it on the fly to adapt to an ever-changing battlefield. That's the first bit, personalized playstyle. There's only three of these, by the way. Number two, competitive clashes. Tom Clancy's X Defiant offers a variety of competitive 6v6 arena and linear game modes, such as domination and escort. Combine that with a large pool of uniquely designed maps in rotation and no two matches will feel the same. The last one, number three, diverse factions of defiance. Wolves, outcasts, Cleaners and Echelon factions battling across iconic locations is just the starting point. We'll keep adding to our cast of Defiance as the game evolves, drawing on a range of characters and abilities from the Clancy universe and beyond. There is a frequently asked questions area at the very bottom of the page. To give it a, a broader summary here, they have one that's called, What is Tom Clancy's Ex-Defiant? Tom Clancy's X Defiant is a free-to-play, fast-paced, first-person shooter. It combines intense gunplay with personalized loadouts and specialized factions as teams of gunfighters, called Defiance, battle for domination. Developed by Ubisoft San Francisco, which by the way, uh, they're the ones that created Rocksmith and Rocksmith Beta the recently announced uh, version of the game. Tom Clancy's X Defiant features playable factions from the, we already went over there with the first highlight. So that's basically what Tom Clancy's X Defiant is. And to go over the beta registration, the closed beta will start on August 5th for PC players in the US and Canada. You have to register for an invitation. And according to what was mentioned in the frequently asked questions here, if you've been invited, you can invite up to five friends through Ubisoft Connect to, you know, take part in the closed beta. It is very important to note that this closed beta will be under NDA, non-disclosure agreement. And more often than not, what this means is you cannot stream it, you cannot upload videos, screenshots, um, anything like that. You can't even, depending on how strict it is, sometimes it's not this strict, but 
depending on how strict it is, which this one might be based off of the information I've seen on the Discord from the Ubisoft moderators on there, but then again, this could change, is that you can't even talk about your impressions about it unless you get explicit consent to do so from Ubisoft, meaning you cannot talk about like, oh, the gun plays good, bad, mechanics good, bad, maps good, bad, etc., 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 etc. If you do take part in the closed beta, please do not violate the NDA. That could spell a whole list of problems for you. For some reason, and I've noticed this sort of talk amongst general gamers who probably aren't as aware of non-disclosure agreements, you will not only, you, you could get in some serious fucking trouble for breaching, a, uh, for, for breaking the NDA contract like that. So back to the test. Yes, it will be on August 5th of 2021, which is in about two and a half weeks time. They do say that there will be more tests afterwards. So just ensure that you're registered. You cannot register on more than one platform though. So if you register for PC, you cannot do PlayStation, PlayStation 5 as well. Or even if you're on PlayStation 5, you cannot do PlayStation 4 as well. It's only one. And as far as downloading the game goes, you will see it in your Ubisoft Connect client for the PC version. As far as those that are on a console, you know, PlayStation, Xbox, they don't really list that here. However, based on the experiences I've had, you'll most likely get an email. You'll click the link that ties to the PlayStation or Xbox store, whatever it is. Confirm your info and you download it. You're good to go. They do have a Discord, and they also are on the Ubisoft forums ready to take feedback for this game because they do want to make it successful. They want to make it work. Now we're going to go ahead and get into the little details that were given based off of the uh, trailer. So they show the four classes, or factions, I should say. I'm sure there's classes within those factions, but whatever. Four factions, the wolves, which are highlighted as tanks. Echelon, which are highlighted as support. However, um, their support is more of an intelligence gathering, which makes sense because they're Echelon, the Splinter Cell faction. Cleaners are highlighted as Assault, and they got like nifty little flamethrowers. And then the last one, the Outcasts, are highlighted as Healers, which, you know, is like a subcategory of support. But the cool thing is, is that you could customize any weapon in any faction and all that. You could you could choose literally whatever you want for, uh, well, at least the way they phrased it. You could choose basically whatever you want for any faction that you're in. Um, but the core of that faction will be like abilities and such. That will be core to that faction. So you can't take a wolf and have them play um, with the abilities of an outcast or uh, echelon or what have you that doesn't look like that's going to be the case but you will be able to change up any sorts of loadout options equipment options things like that but abilities they'll stay core to the factions so now that we went ahead and discussed just the kind of overall uh, summary of the game as far as the theme goes it looks like it's going to be a little bit more edgy than a serious uh, Tom Clancy game right and I think that's this is going to tie into the reactions that people had but I think that that's what people are having issues with is that it's not a super serious stealth game shooter game or anything like that 
in the sense of tone. So yeah, that's kind of what um, everybody's kind of having issues with is that the sense of quote unquote realism in this game is not up to par with other Tom Clancy games. But I mean, if you actually take a look back in history <laughs> of what Tom Clancy games were like, I mean, shit, I think there was one where they were fighting aliens. Even Rainbow Six Siege had this alien thing happen. And <laughs> this argument, it gets tossed around a lot, but people don't really understand what realism is in the sense of theme and whatnot. My argument against that is it makes sense for this to have the Tom Clancy title in the name because they're taking all these factions and I guess you'd call them characters from all their different Tom Clancy IPs and putting that into this 6v6 arena shooter. Which, I mean, that makes sense because if they took Tom Clancy out of the name, what would be the other argument? Oh my god, you guys are just reskinning the Division characters and abilities or, you know, Rainbow Six abilities or whatever else you could think of. You're just reskinning it and putting it into this game. It's just, like, why not just call it Rainbow Six Tournament? <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. And that's the issue is that people are so quick to talk shit because that is the cool thing to do in this day and age i'm kind of getting off track so the tom clancy title makes sense they're using the different ips working it into a six versus six shooter for um a fast-paced free-to-play game i like the overall idea i like to see how this i like to see how this progresses and develops because it is a new game it is edgier than a Tom Clancy game. You know, it doesn't fit the overall seriousness of what older Tom Clancy games are, even like Rainbow Six. That is more of a serious tone to it, more realistic in the tone of it. But to try to compare this game with any of those other games is, it's incorrect. It's the wrong thing to do because you're not, you're not going to make a fair comparison. They're completely different games, obviously, from Rainbow Six from splinter cells from the division like all that shit is all very different this is a chance to see these different ips in a new game mode in a new style of game and i welcome that you know you you can't you can't progress any medium any art form or anything without taking some risks and seeing where it goes hopefully it could be implemented well and it progresses and gets better or if it doesn't go so well learn from the mistakes try again later with those you know mistakes in mind and learn from it right that's basically how it goes so this leads me to the overall reactions as you could imagine gamers are gamers and a majority of the initial reactions are people just shitting on the game talking about who asked for this Literally nobody asked for this. Yada, yada, yada. All sorts of other dumb shit. Like, oh, where's the next Splinter Cell? Oh, you can't. You could work on this and devote money and time to this, but not the next Splinter Cell. It's like, come on. You know what I mean? <sighs> Fucking people. But the thing is, is that <laughs> I would love, I would love for that to be an ultimate universe that we can see and with the mindset of these 
spoiled gamers who only think about themselves and what they want instead of the progression of video games and the art form and the medium overall thinking about only about what they want with this whole mindset of nobody asked for this i only want this uh, where's this game where's this game you know stop making all this other shit for the past 20 years i would love for them to see this alternate universe and see where video games are if that mindset was adopted by developers and studios and whatnot regarding the whole just give me this game and who asked for this shit the past 20 years video games would be nowhere near where it is now we wouldn't have had the advancements that we do now and to be frank i wouldn't be surprised if video games were extinct or dying off i mean it probably take more than 20 years for it to completely go kaput but the only reason video games right now in this day and age are advancing and still gaining popularity and still bringing in so much money overall which devs and artists and all that they need to get paid more come on that's another topic but it is a multi-billion dollar industry but if that mindset was adopted 20 years ago maybe even just 10 years ago video games would have such a decline because everybody would be bored of shit and you got to think about it gamers are gamers because they are not creators they are not the ones they are not storytellers they are not developers they if it was left up to the gamers to decide what the next game would be it would it would be an echo chamber because majority wins in that sense, right? Why would a developer, adopting that mindset, why would a developer make anything that a minority set of gamers ask for when the majority wants one thing? Simply put, it makes no sense. Video gaming would be, uh, video games would be dying off right now. The industry as a whole would be dying off. People would be losing jobs, studios would be closing down, and gamers would be left with just same games, different skins, like reskinned games, tired out, you know, storylines, and just, it, it, it just doesn't work. Without that mindset, though, video games have been able to thrive and progress, ignoring these comments of who asked for this and all this other shit. Because developers, producers, studios have all taken a chance on making something new. Yes, they want to make money, right? They got to, but they're taking a chance at something new. Look at Hellblade when that first came out. I do not recall a single fucking person... That was, quote unquote, asking for a game of that sort that was tackling the sort of mental illness that Senua had. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the whole title. Senua Sacrifice, you know, Hellblade or Hellblade Senua Sacrifice. I forgot. Re regardless, Senua, you know, nobody was asking for that type of game. And even then, nobody was asking for that specific style of combat, storytelling or what have you. That game would not exist. And that's an amazing game. And once people got their hands on it and played it, it's 
like myself personally too. That's a phenomenal fucking game. Great storytelling. I can't wait for the next one. I was so happy to hear that they were releasing it or or finally, you know, about to release it soon. That's my point right there. People are so quick to shoot down these new games, these new chances that companies are taking because it doesn't fit their wants specifically. And even and even then, if it did fit something that they wanted, they'll find just another thing to complain about. Like, oh my God. Why does this do this? Or why did the story go this way? Why did, you know, whatever else. Gamers are, in this day and age, inherently, they just feel so entitled. They're spoiled and think it is okay to just shit on new IPs or new games, even if it's not a whole new IP, just a new game in general, that companies, developers, producers took years to create in order to hit the market with something new if it doesn't apply to you if the game doesn't fit your style then leave it alone you don't have to take a shit on it just leave it alone play something else play that same game you've been playing for the past three years because nothing else is cookie cutter enough for you to transition over kind of went off with it but that was kind of the main point of this podcast is to discuss the reactions and how this mindset of the general gamer populace is just so toxic and doesn't it does nothing for us as gamers it does nothing for the industry x defiant looks like it's gonna be a fun game i'm i'm genuinely looking forward to it the gunplay looks pretty cool the style is edgy which is totally different from a typical tom clancy game granted rainbow six siege has those elite skins for like Dokabi, you know, <laughs> where she's like starts to do her little hip hop dance and whatnot. <laughs> so they, they've been venturing out here and there, which is kind of funny. But um, yeah, it's an edgy new game. I don't know how edgy. I hope it doesn't get cringy edgy. You know, a little bit of edge is nice. It looks like a fun game. 6v6 and first person which makes sense to me because most games succeed when they're first person i do not know of any third person shooter that is successful in an arena style game or hell anything else really that is uh, in the esports scene yeah sure fortnite big whoop one game one game third person which makes sense for it to be third person also because of the building mechanic but aside from that what other third-person shooter has a solid esports scene or competitive scene, I should just say? You probably will have a hard time figuring that out. I appreciate you sticking by, listening to me go on about X Defiant, the views of uh, the general gamer populace, and my views as well. This concludes episode one of uh, Tags, talking about games and shit. Look forward to episode two. I'll hopefully be able to post it up in a week's time because I have plenty of stuff to talk about. And hopefully you enjoy my voice enough to listen. (laughs) And maybe my points of views don't uh, rub you the wrong way. If you have any feedback for me, please reach out to me on Twitter at Jackals underscore Insight. That is at J-A-C-K. A-L-S underscore I-N-S-I-G-H-T. Jackal's Insight. You can find me there. And also, when I begin to stream again, you can find me at I underscore am underscore Jackal. Thank you again. Have a great day or night. Have a good morning. 
what have you great lunch all that good stuff and uh i look forward to hearing from you and hopefully you're looking forward to my next episode thank you and i appreciate you